wonderful name tonight for all thy loving kindness to us, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, for thy wonderful love towards each one of us, Lord. We thank you for thy precious blood, Lord. We praise and thank you, Lord, for what you are, Lord. We thank you because you're so lovely to us, Lord, so good and gracious to us, Lord. We praise and thank you tonight, Lord, and we ask that thou will bless everyone, Lord, that's gathered together and meet every need, Lord. Satisfy every longing heart, Lord, the mighty power of thy spirit, Lord. We ask thee, Lord, to accept of our thanks and our praises, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. sitting in the spirit make this a prayer that the spirit of God will fall afresh not on me and just you but every one of us God cares for every one of us tonight that everyone might feel the mighty spirit of God moving upon them now should you mind now to everything else brothers and sisters and enter into God tonight and just close your eyes and look to Jesus and ask your spirit of God to move afresh upon you and among me that we might be changed from glory to glory that we'll never be the same we'll fill with love and compassion all to be like him in all his fullness come on my sister come on my brother open your heart and pray the prayer to God to, for the spirit of God to move afresh upon everyone tonight in Jesus
how infinite Infinity is signified by the figure eight on its side. There is no beginning, there is no end. God goes on forever. Let's just read this. In first John, in um, yes, in the, in the Gospel of John, it's good this is. If you see, you see, if you see it, it's good. You know, all these things come by revelation, don't we? You know, if the, if the Holy Ghost hadn't come to us on the day that we were saved, on the day that we received Christ into our hearts, you know, we would never have seen him. You know, if, if the Holy Ghost hadn't pointed out, take the scales from our eyes, and said, here I am. Here I am. Do you know, I, I always remember, yeah, I always, I, I often think about this, I always remember a chap coming to me when we had their meetings in Stateford, and can you remember? And um, he came to me and he said, well, how did you come to know the Lord, brother? I said, well, I went to this meeting one night and I saw Jesus. I saw people there, but I saw Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I just couldn't say no. It was like that. It was like that with me. God had taken the scales away from my eyes and I saw Jesus. You know, I couldn't say no. I just couldn't say no to Jesus because he showed me how he was, what he was really like. You know, for the 19 years that I've lived my life, before I became a Christian, before Jesus uh, came into my life, you know, I thought that religious people were cranks. People who had to have a crutch under them to hold them up. But, you know, I thank God. You know, we were singing earlier on, Jesus is all I need. I need. It's all we need. You know, Christians today can seek for all sorts of things. But, you know, the only thing that is really going to change us the only thing that is really going to satisfy us, the only thing that is going to make us ready for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ Bless is him. Jesus. Amen. The only thing, we can seek the gifts of the Spirit, we can seek the fruits of the Spirit, seek this body and that body, we can chase after men, but you know there's only one thing, only one thing. All these things are good in the right place, but you know the vehicles to bring us to Jesus, to bring us to the Father, to bring us to the knowledge of the Father, that we may truly be set apart in Him. Not set apart that we say, oh, I've got nothing to do with you, brother, I'm sanctified. But because Jesus has set us apart, we can't belong to that thing. We can't, we've got to come out and be separate from Him. You know, Jesus is sanctifying us by His truth. He says, sanctify them by the truth. He was talking in John 17, he says, Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is true. That's marvelous. Thy word is true. Not this. Not this. I don't believe that. This is inspired by God to men. But you know, I believe that the revelation that comes to us by the Spirit, it quickens us. It says the word of God is quick. You know what the word quick means? Actively alive. Now, this book isn't actively alive unless it's quickened by the Spirit of God. Quick and powerful. And sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing asunder the very soul and spirit and dividing the bone from the marrow. You know, I thank God that this Spirit is quickening. He's dividing the word of truth. You know, he says the Spirit of God, the Spirit of truth, shall not lead us into error. It will lead us into truth. Very well. Thank God that it's truth that sets us free. There again, we seek so much after truth that it becomes our God. It's Jesus we need. It's Jesus we want. It's Jesus we seek after. He is the Alpha and the Omega. 
not just one part of it, one bit of it, but you know, it's Jesus in all his risen glory, in his full oldness, he is the Godhead. In Jesus dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you know, Jesus, by his spirit, dwells in us. Now let's read this. In the light of what I've just said, that Jesus is in everything. He always has been, and he always will be. Love always has been, and it always will be. In the beginning was the Word, Jesus. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Praise Him. Well, can you say amen to that? Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, Jesus isn't, you know, Jesus isn't, uh, is a man, he came on, on earth as Emmanuel. Being translated, the scripture says, that he is God with us. Jesus is God. Amen. Jesus isn't just the yeah. Son of God. He is the Son of God, Amen. but he is God. And all power is given unto his name. The government shall be upon his shoulders, the scripture Amen. said. Praise his wonderful name. It is. It is. Praise the Lord. It is. The same was in the beginning, the same, that is the word, was in the beginning with God. What does it say? Right in the beginning of Genesis, it says, let us make man in our own image. Well, us is more than one, isn't it? It's more than just God. You know, and he was with God right at the very beginning. As it goes on to say here, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Now, isn't that an astounding statement? All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. The whole creation was made by Jesus. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. That's what Jesus said. I am the way, I am the resurrection, and the life. In him is all life. We are in him. This place is in him. This world is in him. This universe is in him. You know, this is the infinity of God. This is how infinite God is. You know, I feel that if we can grasp this infinity, you know, it will do great things for us. I really feel this. You know, it's part of the majesty of God. And the reason today that Christians are leading defeated lives is because they don't realise who God is. They do not realise the power of God. They do not realise the deliverance that there is in God. That Jesus is the life. And that where there is is need for deliverance, then where we have Jesus, we have life. We have deliverance. Life is deliverance. You know, there are things in my life that I would want to get rid of just like that. You know, if I could turn a tap on and run them all out and run the system clean, I would do. But you know, Jesus is the life. You know, if we did it of our own effort, if we did it of our own effort, it says, not of works, lest any man should boast. You know, and I've come to see that scripture in a much different light. You know, uh, we, cannot get into, we cannot get into glory by our own works. If we give up smoking and, and we sort of go through hell, as it were, to sort of rid ourselves of this habit, that's not by the Spirit. <coughs> it's not by the Spirit. Actually, that's not deliverance. That is... Doing it after our own works, doing after doing it after the flesh. You know, I want Jesus to set me free. I don't want to set myself free. He says, you know, when we come in front of that great white throne, we are going to be judged on what we have done, on what Jesus has done in our lives. 
and the wood and stubble that we've accomplished under our own efforts will be burned. But that that Jesus has done by his spirit will be pure gold. It will be jewels. It will be fine silver. And you know, it will have gone through the dross process. We'll have had all the dross taken off and we will shine forth as the sun. And I thank him. I praise his wonderful name. And he's setting me free by his truth, by his spirit, by his grace. You know, and I thank God that he's got the, he's got the whole business in his hands. You know, he's not leading us into a way of error. He's not leading us into a way where we shall be confused. But he is leading us into a way of perfection. A way where we will be set apart where the truth will sanctify us, where we will be whole creatures in him. You know, I thank God that he's got my salvation in his hand. You know, I don't want my salvation in anybody else's hand. I want it in the hand of Jesus because he is the almighty God. He is the everlasting Father. He is the Prince of Peace. And I thank him, you know, all the names that have been given to Jesus down the years and, and by the angels and by God, you know, there is so deserving of them all, isn't he? Praise his wonderful name. I just finished reading this scripture and it thrills me. If it don't thrill anybody else, at least I'm going to thrill Amen. Amen. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. Praise him. And the life was the light of man. Have you seen the light? Uh, and the light shineth in darkness. You know, light can't shine in light, can it? When the sun comes out, well, the sun is round the other side of the earth at the moment. It's dark outside. If the lights were off, we wouldn't be able to see a thing. It would be dark. But when the sun comes round this side of the earth, <coughs> what happens? The darkness goes away. The light is the greater, the light holds the greater law. Darkness cannot stand in the face of light. You know, I tell you tonight that if you're saved, and you just saved that much, then you've got that much less darkness in you. And you know, there's one marvellous thing about light. You know, I'm sure all, everybody has seen a sunset. You see a little crest above the horizon like that. And it slowly opens out into a glorious sun. Now that's the fantastic thing about it. You know, when we become sons of God, you know, we start to Yes. You know, Jesus is slowly opening that sunset into glorious sunlight. Praise his there can be no darkness. Jesus is the light. He is the light of the world. You know, and I thank God that when this light is shining abroad in our hearts, you know, there's no room for darkness. If we let the darkness go, if we allow Jesus to just come in and just let his light shine in us, Bless him. he'll chase all the darkness Amen. Amen. Because light is greater than darkness. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. In other words, it had no knowledge of it. It couldn't understand it. You know, what do you do when you can't understand something, when you have no knowledge of it? If a lion walked through that door, I should be through that door like a shot. And that's how darkness is. It couldn't understand it. The immediate thing, the immediate uh, reaction of, of seeing something that you don't understand, that you, you have no knowledge of, is fear. 
It's striking you traction with it. Fear. Oh, oh, I don't understand it. And you try and run the other way. And you know, God will bring us to this, this sort of place in our experience. I don't understand it, Lord. Why has this happened to me? You know, Jesus wants, he says, perfect love. But what is perfect love? It's trusting him. You know, if we love somebody, we trust them. We give them 50 quid and say, well, yeah, I've got 50 pounds, you won't put it in my bank account for me. You'd never think twice if it wouldn't get there. You trust them, you love them. And that's how Jesus wants us to be with him. He wants us to have confidence in him.
when we was going home, we was talking about spiritual birthdays, how old we was in the Lord, and I was trying to remember how many weeks it is before I'm 20 years old in the Lord, and tonight when I was sat at the back there, I suddenly started to think about birthdays. And as I came round the front here, Jean stopped me and she said, it's my spiritual anniversary today, uh, I'm one year old in the Lord. And so, you know, it set me thinking again about birthdays, bless the Lord, praise the Lord. Birthdays are wonderful things, you know, but when I was thinking about birthdays, I started to think about a friend of ours in York who was a very good uh, friend of faith. And... Uh, well, she's a very good friend of mine as well, but she lived just across the road from us. And every time it was uh, just a few days before Faith's birthday, she would say, and she's laughing now, look, she would say, Oh, let's see Wednesday, it's your birthday. I must remember to go downtown and get that present for you. And on Faith's birthday, she would come across the road and say to her, Happy birthday, my daughter. Oh, I've come across without your present. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll bring it back after dinner. So we didn't see her anymore after dinner. And a few days would go by and she'd come in and all praise her. Oh, and I've come without your present. I, I, oh, blow me. And I've got it there at home. I'll go and I'll, I'll, I'll go and fetch it for you. And she'd nip away. And, and, you know, there'd be sort of an expectancy that she just nipped across the road and was going to come back with a present, but she didn't come back. Well, you know, this, this wasn't just one year, you know. This went on for years. And all the time that we, we knew this, uh, this sister, you know, she always made this promise a few days before she, would, she must go down to the city and buy this birthday present, and for the next six months, she was going to nip across the road and fetch it. In other words... Promises. 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 And you know, we're laughing about it tonight, but you know, honest, if we're only honest to ourselves tonight, I was wondering how many of us are living on promises. Just promises. Nothing really down to earth, nothing that you can really get hold of and say thank you for, but promises. Promises. Always promises. Promises. Everything is a promise. And you, you, you begin to live on promises. There's nothing tangible, nothing happening, but just promises. And all of a sudden you think, oh, it's going to happen. That sort of expectancy like when she used to run across the road and you were sure that, that it was going to, you were going to get it at last. But it never, it never came, there was no fruit. Promises. Always promises. And you know... We can laugh about it, but I wonder how long we've lived on promises. Promises. You know, messages in tongues. Promises. Interpretations. Promises. Somebody gets up, prophesies. Promises. Then somebody comes and gives a message from the Word of God. Promises. All promises. Promises are sometimes... It makes you feel as though you'd like to get up and say, Oh, for goodness sake, stop promising me and give it to me or let me come and fetch it off. For goodness sake, do something. But for goodness sake, cut out the promises because you can't live on promises. You know, it's no good me going in and seeing the bank manager and saying, It's all right, you can honour that cheque for me because Henry's promised me promise me that he'll give me the money on Thursday. He'll say, well, wait while Thursday and then I'll honour the cheque for you. You see, the men in the world 
bank managers and all these people are a lot wiser than what we are. They are a lot wiser than what we are. Even today you'll find if you want to go and cash a cheque, in 99% of business places that say to you, we'll cash a cheque providing you can give me a banker's card that they're going to back it up. In other words, it's more than a promise. The cheque is just a promise. When you write it out, it's just a promise, unless somebody's backing it up for you. Well, bless the Lord, I want to read your scripture. If you've got your Bibles, turn to it, and it's in Isaiah. Didn't somebody want to write a song about promises? Promises? <coughs> promises? promises of God. Aye. Well, listen here. Now listen to this. Isaiah chapter 49 and the 8th verse. I'll read it to you if you like and then you can follow me. Isaiah 49, chapter 49, verse 8. Thus saith the Lord. Who said it? Thus saith the Lord. In an acceptable time have I heard thee in a day of salvation have I helped thee and I will preserve thee and give thee for a covenant of the people to establish the earth to cause to inherit the desolate heritages that thou mayest say to the prisoners go forth to them that are in darkness show yourselves they shall feed in the ways and their pastures shall be in all high places. Who said it? The Lord, the Lord said it. Bless the Lord. Well, this was a promise, Isaiah's promise, that he said God had said it. Promises. And how easy it is, you know, to take the word of God and say, promises. We'll stand on these promises. Oh, it's marvellous. Well, I've, you know, there's a time, there's so very often that we have to be, as men of God, we have to be honest. We're, we're so keen to be honest in our dealings uh, when we're paying our bills and somebody says to us, well, tells us how much it is and we see that they've, they've undercharged us by a pound and we suddenly realise we're a Christian and we so boldly step forward and say, oh, wait a minute, it wasn't 48 pounds, it's 49 pounds. And we're very pleased with ourselves when the man says, or the lady says, oh, thank you very much, and all this. We're very honest in our dealings. But it would be better, you know, if we were at all honest with God. Really, men who were honest with God and, and stop living on promises that men make for us. Promises that revivals tomorrow. Promises that God is going to work tomorrow. Promise that God is going to do something in the village tomorrow. Promise that God is going to do something in the city tomorrow. Always tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Promises, promises. But you know it's time, and I feel it's time when men stood up and said, never mind about tomorrow, because the word of God says that this is the day that the Lord hath made. Amen. This is the day, and he hasn't made tomorrow. So we're not going to make promises for tomorrow. All right, Lord, there was a prophecy tonight that tomorrow you're going to bless us, that in your future you're going to bring souls in. All right, Lord, that's all right, but what are you going to do tonight? 
What are you going to do today? What are you going to do with me, Lord, today, this day, when I get out of bed in the morning? What are you going to do with me today? Never mind my promises I heard last night or somebody read or somebody promised me. It's time we were telling people we're sick to death of hearing promises. We must do this. If we fast long enough, if we pray long enough. But bless the Lord, you know, there's a scripture here that blesses me. In, uh, turn to 2 Corinthians and the 6th chapter. It says, We then, we then, this is Paul talking, we then, that's every one of us, not saying I then, but we then, every one of us, we then as workers together with him beseech you also that ye receive not the grace of God in vain for he says I have heard thee in a time accepted and in the day of salvation have I succored thee behold tomorrow is the day of salvation tomorrow is the accepted time when? Now, is it? Will somebody, Derek, read that out? Will you read that scripture for me? From verse 2. And in acceptable time, I offer unto thee, and in a day of salvation, did I succor thee. Behold, now is the day. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. Amen. Not tomorrow. Praise the Lord. No Not prophecy. next week. No prophecies. No messages in tongues and interpretations of what God is going to do. No. And nothing saying about what we must do. But now is the day. Now is the day. Now is the night. And now is the time that if you need something from God, never mind about the promises of tomorrow, tonight is the night when God will meet your need, when you can say in your heart in this very place, never mind about tomorrow, Lord, you haven't created tomorrow. There's a need in my heart and in my life tonight. Now is the acceptable time, Lord. And lift up your heart and begin to praise God and begin to thank him. You know, we're always asking God and expecting God to do his part, aren't we? Oh, God's promise. God's promise, God's promise. It's always what God has promised. Always what God has promised. Bless the Lord. It, it sounds as though God's all the time promising but never giving. This is how people are making him out today as though he's always promising but never giving. But it says now is acceptable time. God hasn't created tomorrow. He's not bothered about tomorrow. He's bothered about every one of us today, here in this place. That the promises are to you and to me in this very place tonight, to every one of us. That every one of us has a need when we begin to lift up our hearts to God and begin to bless him in the congregation of the saints. That's when God moves in your heart and he sets you free and he opens your eyes and them scales fall away. And you begin to bless the Lord and you rise up in the arms of faith and then God moves in on your behalf. Now is the day. We don't want any promises about tomorrow. Now is it acceptable Amen. Brothers and sisters, if you have a need tonight, let yes. Jesus do it tonight. And I'll tell you, it won't be with pleading. It won't be with giving your money. 
And we're not going to say to you, well, brothers, you know, you make a pledge tonight to put £5 every week into here. God will bless you with riches. None of that. You just lift up your heart. Begin to magnify the Lord. We don't care if you don't put anything in the, in the collection. All we want you to do to give your heart to Jesus and just to bless him and magnify his name. And to, tomorrow, when tomorrow comes, if it does come, Jesus might come tonight. You'll rise up in the arms of faith. And again you'll say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. Amen. Praise the Lord.
tonight and there's some of lads from Scunthorpe and they're just busting to tell us what God has done for them. Come on brother and your pals as well. Come on, give them a clap. Hello. Lads on the platform and the other young lady as well. Come Praise on. the Lord. Come on, come on. The four of you. Glory. Hallelujah. Bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell them what it's like to be happy in Jesus. Oh, oh. Be free, oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, the Lord is fantastic. Hallelujah. Glorious. Praise the Lord. Do you know, it's really delivered me from bondage, set me free completely. And tonight, in fact, you know, in wonderful deliverance, just there is power in praise. Wonderful power in praise. Glory to God. It, it, oh, bless him. It's such a... Oh, hallelujah. It's such a miracle working God. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I can't stop praising him. You know, it's so fantastic. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, <laughs> hallelujah. We've been learning a, a chorus, a new song. We'd like to, to sing you this song. Hallelujah. Brothers, sisters. Uh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You, if, you, if you know it, we'd like you all to join in with us. Hallelujah. I will enter his gate with thanksgiving in my heart. Will enter
Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, it's fantastic to be here with you tonight, folks, and rejoicing and praising the Lord. Hallelujah. These brothers and sisters of mine here tonight was wonderfully filled just late in the spirit. Wonderful thing God is doing today. This day, this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad. Well, I want to hand over to my brothers and sisters here because they've got wonderful testimonies here tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, uh, Brother Bob here has told you what's happened to us three in these last couple of nights, and uh, uh, there's no way to describe it, you know. We're still, still living in a daze from the light. It's fantastic. I don't know if you know... Glenn Greeno, the brother who was speaking to us, and uh, he's been at Ibblestow, where we live, the last couple of nights, like, and the, on, on the Thursday night, uh, he asked if anybody would like to receive the bat baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, uh, been to a prayer meeting that Monday, <laughs> and uh, a, woman, a woman at the prayer meeting had mentioned that she could feel that some of the people, some, go on, just that, go on. Oh. Uh, that some of the people there wanted to receive the baptism, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, like, and um, then when this this man mentioned it as well the same night, that's when I knew it was me. I was one of them. So I went up afterwards and, and we prayed and well, we, it just didn't need to. It just we just breathed in, just breathe, breathe in the Holy Spirit, and oh, it's so it fills you up so much. It was just fantastic, out of this world. It, it was really wonderful. And the night, the night after, I was I was speaking in tongues, and it's just fantastic. I can't get over it. It's just a wonderful one. <laughs> Praise the Lord, Hallelujah. That wonderful brother, bless you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Here we are, sweetheart. <laughs> 
Well, I was another one that received my baptism on the Thursday. And I thought, well, I didn't really believe that I could receive it. Because since I haven't been saved very long, I thought, well, everybody else has been saved years. And so I thought, well, I can't receive it. And they, I don't know his name, but he says, oh, no, that's, that's nonsense. You receive it. You receive it any time. Amen. So I went up and I was very dubious about this, very, very nervous. And he said, just relax and let the Lord take over. And the Lord took over. And I was speaking in tongues and I wasn't making it up, which I thought I was. I was just glorious. <laughs> praise the Lord. Put your hands up and praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless the Lord. Take and use it for thy glory in the name of Jesus. Bless you. Lovely job. There we are, look back to the Lord. Another brother somewhere, isn't it? There we are, bless you. Praise the Lord. Give him another clap, come on. Well, uh, I was uh, born again January last year on the 7th, and uh, this thing what Jake's been talking about, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, well, uh, he, was, he received the Holy Spirit the night before me on Thursday, and he came to school and praising the Lord and that. And I felt, you know, I was saved, you know, but I felt I needed a sort of strengthener. And I was just sort of, uh, I sort of looked upon, looked at him and thought, you know, well, he's had it a bit strong, you know. <laughs> then, I, then, a, then a bit later on, uh, that day, you know, he just kept praising the Lord. And, and I was sort of going, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, sort of like that. But anyway... Friday night, when that, you know, the, the next day he reckons, well, you want to be uh, saved. Uh, well, this was the same day he came to school on Friday morning and started praising him. And uh, that night, I went home on his bus and I decided, that, you know, I really wanted the Holy Spirit badly. Anyway, that night, you know, we were all in the hall and that, and quite a few people had received the Holy Spirit before. And suddenly, you know, they were talking about the Holy Spirit. Suddenly I started shaking, you know, like this. And I could feel a great power, you know, coming over me. And uh, my sort of jaw went stiff, you know. <laughs> yeah, the sort of symptoms you get. <laughs> anyway, uh, about, took about 15 minutes. And uh, this fella who came over, he says, uh, you ought to go to the front, you know, all the people who want to receive the Holy Spirit. I mean, it could be now, you see, if you want to receive the Holy Spirit. It's so simple, it can happen in 30 seconds, he said. So I went to the front with everyone, you know, and uh, I started praying, and I could see my friend who'd been saved for about a week, you see. I could see him sort of like this, sort of straining himself real much, I thought, oh, it can't be like this, and uh, I just sort of started praying, and all of a sudden, you know, I started praising the Lord, and I felt this power overcome me, and it, all of a sudden it came out in a new tongue, you see, I just didn't understand it, it just... I could just sort of let it flow out like that, uh, praise him. Anyway, uh, <laughs> ever since then, you know, I speak in tongues, you know, I started this morning, and I found it was a, it's a real blessing, you know, you can't praise him enough with your English. This new tongue, you can just praise the Lord fluently and that, oh, it's done an awful lot for me, and praise the Lord for that. Fantastic, praise him. Well, anyway, yeah. Uh, you know, it's real great 
coming here tonight, you know, because I don't often get out to this sort of thing. This is the second time I've, co I've come, and uh, now I just, I just hope I can get to more, you know, and praise the Lord. I, you know, I feel the Lord stronger and stronger every day in my life, and schoolwork and everything, you know, it just, it just seems so insignificant to the Lord. It can, I mean, if you can teach you a new language within seconds, what, I mean, what, what have you been doing at school for years? Crazy. If anybody ask, 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 what's the matter with you? Say, say, it's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. If anybody ask, 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 what's the matter with you? Say, 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 it's the Holy Ghost.
Amen. Well, truly, the Holy Ghost is working, but I would like, and I know there's several here what's never been before, and if you've got a spontaneous testimony, we're delighted for you to come and let the folks know how wonderful this is. Praise the Lord. Let's have something out of your well. What about you, Joyce? Come on, sweetheart. Joyce. No need for me to tell the testimony. This is the girl who over 20 years ago, I think it was, we said on Mansfield Marketplace, if anybody had a blessing here, just write a letter to Henry of Newark. And this young lady wrote. And that was a means of her being wonderfully delivered and set free over 20 years. This thing is real. And it works. Anyway, Joyce has got her own testimony. Give her a hearty clap, will you? God that when you've got the Holy Ghost he makes all the difference to your life in the Christian way. I thank God that he saved me in 1947 when I was with the brethren in Mansfield in Church Lane. I'd gone round to the little Sunday school on the corner, round the corner because I was brought up in an ungodly home where my parents were always fighting and doing and falling out and I went round this corner for a bit of peace and quiet but I found the peace of God which passeth all understanding and I thank God that I got saved and his peace came into my heart and you know I was with this brethren place for who about 1945 to 1952 and then I went on through Mansfield Market one Saturday night or was it Sunday night I forget might have been both and anyway <laughs> it's over 24 years ago now anyway and I thank God that I went through this and there was Henry and his wife Connie and a few others that was with us in them days there was all um, praising the Lord and putting the gospel over with the joy in it you know and I couldn't understand it you know I know it said in Psalms about praising the Lord but we want a lad to do it you know it was we could be saved, we could be sanctified, and that was it. And we knew we were waiting for the Lord coming. And we was ready to meet him and all that, you know. But for the baptism in the Spirit, we wasn't taught that way. And I used to think, oh, the old clever clogs, they've all learned a foreign language, they've all been to fancy schools, you know. And I was a bit so cautious about it, and, you know. But when I eventually did come in, in 1953, I came over to Newark to my first glory meeting there with a friend from Mansfield on the bus. And... Uh, and I didn't receive the baptism straight away then because I was holding back. You know, I could have kicked myself after because I thought, what a fool I am to have held back. And I could have really been entering in, you know, because I was only a teenager at the time. And uh, I do thank God, though, that he's kept me. And he did fill me with the Spirit in 1953 in a little cottage in uh, Gladys's house and Steve's, you know. Anyway, I do thank God that he's just carried on blessing me. And I thank God for present day victories as well. As Fred was saying, about now is the day of salvation. And I thank God it is nearer than when we first believed. And... I'm just glad to be going on in this way, and it thrilled my soul to hear these young lads, you know, they said they'd got it strong and absolute, and it's really catching, isn't it? I thank God that God's no respect of people, no respect of ages, no respect of sizes. He just blesses us all alike, because he loves us all alike, and I thank God for this new and living way, and it's just grand to be alive in Jesus, and to meet you dear ones here tonight, you know, some I've never met before, but I feel I've known you years, because we're one in Jesus, aren't we? And some I have seen, of course, before, and... Uh, well, I just thank God for every blessing he's bestowed upon me and for the way that he keeps us. So um, bless the Lord and bless you all and just keep going on and pressing on with him. Amen. Now, what about you, Leslie? Come on, my lad. Bless him. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is laughing less. Laughing less. Praise the Lord. He just laughed. Well, I used to live on the south coast. In about the summer of 1952, I had a letter from a pal of mine, Bob Nichols, who's in Newark now. We're all 
He was in Stafford at the time. And he mentioned about a Henry at Newark. Well, I knew he was a Nottingham and a Lincoln, but I'd never heard of a Newark. <laughs> but anyway, I saw him in South Wales a month or so later, and he said, Leslie says, it's Henry at Newark. He said, he's filled with the Holy Ghost. He says, now I'm going over to see what it's all about. <clears throat> he did. He wrote me afterwards, and then Henry wrote me, and invited me up for the Christmas of 1952. And I said to my dad, I said, well, I said, it's either the real thing or fanaticism. I'll go and see. But Christmas Day, I fell in it. <laughs> I'd already received a baptism of the Spirit in 1947 in South Wales. But Christmas Day, 52, I had the latter rain baptism. And that was more powerful than the former rain. Hallelujah. I was literally soaked through and through. And you know, the waves of glory, they just rolled and rolled. And they're still rolling now. May God bless you. Hallelujah. God bless you, Leslie. I remember Leslie said to me years ago, over 20 years ago, he said, Henry, what about this and what about that? I said, I don't know anything about that at all. I said, just you drink in the spirit and let's enjoy God. I don't know all the answers. Oh, he's drunk in the spirit. We're still going on. And didn't know. You know, bless you. You're feeding on the spirit now. Praise the Lord. Some more quick testimonies, spontaneous ones for the glory of God. Quick and to the point. Come on, don't hesitate. Praise the Lord. Come on then, Violet, on your feet for Jesus. Quick, come on. Let somebody else get ready. Quick, bless the Lord. It's lovely to see you again, sweetheart. Bless you, bless you. Bless you. I sent her a love letter doing the week. Indeed, yes. <laughs> With lots of questions on. <laughs> well, you know, praise the Lord. It was wonderful to get that little love letter, you know, because on Thursday night, it's funny, I was sat thinking, and uh, I turned to a three and I haven't seen me. I haven't been well since before Christmas, you know, and just trying to get the, most of the energy up after a day, you know, of looking after children. I just couldn't manage it. But, you know... It was just wonderful on Thursday night, I was just thinking, I thought, I think in the morning I'll, when I'm phoning mum out, give Henry a tinkle. Anyway, I didn't have to bother because on Friday morning I got his little love letter, you know. I thought, well, it must have been in the same mind as me yesterday, you know, I was thinking about it and at the same time he was thinking about me and it really blessed me, you know. And it's just wonderful. You know, I do thank God, you know, for this wonderful freedom in the spirit. You know, when Mick was talking tonight, you know, about, he said, you know, about when or you used to have getting these down experiences. Well, you know, I find even sometimes when the you know, the enemy attacks your body, you know. It doesn't affect your spirit, does it, you know? It, you know, at one time I used to find that if my body was down, well, <laughs> down went everything. But I thank God, you know, for this consistency that is in Christ. Something that, the anchor that keeps your soul, you know, steadfast and sure like the billows roll. Fastened to the rock which cannot move, grounded firm and deep in the Saviour's love. Isn't it wonderful, folks, that we've got an anchor? Now, you know, the anchor of this flesh, this body, really, it doesn't matter that much, does it? It's the Spirit of God, you know. I know I like to feel well, don't think <laughs> I don't, but, you know, it doesn't matter the same as it does the Spirit, you know, that dwells within us. And, you know, I was just thinking tonight, when Mick was saying that, you know, I used to live on a sea, so I thought of that in once I thought I walked with Jesus. Yet such change for moods I had. Sometimes... Singing, sometimes doubt, trusting, sometimes doubting, sometimes joyful, sometimes sad. But then, you know, you come into an experience where you say, but oh, the peace my Saviour gives. Peace I never knew before, and my way is brighter grown since I learned to trust him more. And then it goes on to say, now I'm trusting every moment. Less than this is not enough, for my Saviour gently leads me. 
all the places once they're off. Isn't it wonderful, folks, that we've got a Jesus like this tonight? It just thrills me. You know, I, I, when we're singing that chorus tonight, I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. You know, that's my experience tonight. You know, uh, 20 years ago, I fell in love with him. And the week after, and the days after, and the hours, the minutes, we fall in love with him. But I tell you, this next minute that you're going to fall in love with him is even greater than the minute before. There's just something about him, isn't it? It just brings, just brings it out of you and you know when our brothers was talking tonight you know about how it made him jealous at school well you know this land abroad we make it our martin's jealous you know apparently was talking to him at school about being saved well martin's been talking about being born again for a time now but he says you know i don't quite understand it i thought well i'll leave it to the spirit of god you know there's no need to sort of force him or anything you know i wanted the spirit of god to do it and apparently was talking he come home the other last week he said he said you know mommy said I do think I want to get saved, you know. He said, you know, Andrew was saved. I said, Andrew, he said, Andrew Bro. And apparently Andrew had been telling Martin how it felt to be saved, how it helped him at school, and how it felt better for being saved. So anyway, although Martin hadn't made a decision himself, you know, apparently there was a little lad that came to school that had just lost his dad and he'd got no mum and he'd got nowhere in which to go. And he, did, he wanted to get where there was people that would love him. So uh, because he didn't know where to send him, my Martin decided to send him to the Salvation Army. Well, last week this lad came to school and he says to Martin, I've got saved. <laughs> so what with Andrew being saved and Martin sending this lad to get saved and he wanted to say he felt really that he was missing out on something. And the other night he came rushing into the room and he got his Bible and he went in and I could hear him talking to his dad and he come back in the room and he put his arm around me and said, I'm saved, Mum. Praise the Lord, <laughs> you know. And, you know, you could, you, know you, you could just feel it. You could feel that he was born again and it was, it just blessed me. You know, I was just going out to the shop and he says, cheerio, ma'am, praise the Lord, just I was going out the door. You know, it's only 12, but it's wonderful, isn't it, folks? You know, that's the time to get it, you know, it is, folks. It, it does help you with everything, doesn't it? And I do thank God, I do love each and every one of you. Same as I say, although I haven't been here, I've kept asking about you, I've asked Gladys if she's been, when she's come to see me. And, you know, I do love each and every one of you. You know, when Mick says tonight that God's in everyone, that Jesus is in everything, well, he's in you and he's in me. And I tell you, the more that you and I love, each one another well the more we'll get of Jesus won't we if he's in everything if he's in you tonight and if he's in me well the more we love one another the more we're going to feel the love of Jesus and we're singing a chorus that knew could be to go beloved let us love one another for love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God he that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love beloved let us love one another. And that's what we want to do, folks, isn't it? Love one another. You know, it blessed me when I got that letter from Henry to know that he was thinking about me and that he loved me enough to get pen out and pencil and just drop me a line. It's wonderful, isn't it, to know that folks love you. And praise the Lord. We love Jesus tonight, don't we? Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord.
Father, we say thank you for the blessing you bestowed upon us tonight. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for everyone gathered here. We pray to give everyone traveling mercies. Covers in thy precious blood. We pray to each one for your strength to strength, from glory to glory, for Jesus' sake. Amen. Amen.